What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the rest of Major League Baseball got to play as everyone else got their opening day in. Those who didn't get it in on Thursday were able to play on Friday. A lot of great things to see. A lot of great things to see. Let's start up in Toronto, where for the first time in two-plus years, the Blue Jays had a sold-out home crowd. It was their home opener at the Rogers Center. And, you know, a lot of people up in Toronto see this as an event that would mark a return to normalcy. But, you know, it, it was a bit of a s- slow starting game for a bit, about an hour. And then all of a sudden it it got pretty active in there. Roaring back from a seven run deficit, the Blue Jays ended up beating the Rangers 10-8. This is the biggest opening day comeback in 72 years. A lot of us have big expectations for the Blue Jays and their offense. You know, yesterday they, you know, they definitely affirmed those expectations for a lot of people, saying that you know this is a lineup that's going to be down but never out because they just have so many weapons in that lineup. But yeah, this was a special one, special comeback. I mean, everyone was getting in on the action: Lourdes Gurriel, Vlad, Teoscar Hernandez, Danny Jansen. They all look really good, and like I said, ten to eight. So offense was was not um, was not lacking for either team here. You had Jose Barrios with a very short start. He just only lasted point one inning. Only could get one out in the first inning, giving up four earned runs. And then the bullpen had to clean it up from there, and they got a decent effort out of the bullpen. But it was really their offense that bailed them out here. The Rangers started with John Gray on the bump, three earned runs over four innings, and, and then, you know, it would go to the pen. But like I said, it was really the the bullpen that, I'm sorry, really the lineup that that got the job done. You know, Marcus Semyon, he was back in Toronto, f- funny enough, you know, playing with the Rangers first, se- first game of the season, playing back in Toronto, even though he's now a member of the Texas Rangers. But, you know, getting to see that Semyon and Seager combination up the, up the middle is very interesting. Corey Seager yesterday was two before three runs scored, batting out of the three hole for the Texas Rangers. As for Toronto, you know, their one through five goes Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Teoscar Hernandez, then Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Pretty lethal one through five. And, and those guys were busy yesterday. All, all five of those guys were busy yesterday. And then also Danny Jansen would add a home run of his own out of the eight hole. So that was the deal in Toronto. If we go to New York, the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees started their season, and the Yankees won 6-5 to five in extras, a walk-off single by Josh Donaldson. The Yankees showed a lot of resiliency in coming back in this game. You know, after they went down early, thanks to you know some runs by the Red Sox early in the game, Rafael Devers, his first at-bat of the year, hits, hits a big home run. You know, Xander Bogarts was three for five yesterday. A lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of offense for the Red Sox early in the game, but the Yankees got right back into it. Rizzo went deep in the first inning off Evaldi. Stanton went deep in the fourth off Evaldi, and then Lemayhew went deep in the eighth off of Garrett Whitlock. And so, all in all, you know, it was Garrett Cole versus Evaldi. They were both okay. Um, Evaldi five innings, three earned runs, pretty solid, I guess, with seven punchouts. Cole, four innings, three earned runs, only three strikeouts. And, yeah, the Yankees came back to win. You know, I, I said this 
a bunch of times that the Yankees will always be in contention. They always will be. You know, even even if they don't make the big splashy move that everyone's hoping to see, they have a good team. And yesterday the big talk among everyone in the Bronx was would Aaron Judge sign an extension or agree to an extension before first pitch? And he did not. He declined an extension offer from the New York Yankees. It was an offer of two, it was seven years, $213.5 million for Aaron Judge. So it was an AAV of $30.5 million a year. And he declined it. Apparently, Judge looking for something nine to ten years for like thirty-six million a year, which is which is what some people are hearing. That's like basically Mike Trout money. It's gonna be tough, you know. Judge is gonna be thirty this year, and he's not he's not gonna get a ten-year deal. But it sounds like he's willing to go to free agency. It's not a closed book that he would agree to an extension in season with the Yankees, but it sounds like he might test free agency if he doesn't get the money he's looking for, and if he. If he goes free agency, if he has a good season this year, he'll get quite a bit of money. But the Yankees made a strong offer, in my opinion. A seven-year deal for Aaron Judge, you know, $30.5 million, that's a strong offer. But if he's looking for more, then it is what it is. We'll see if he gets it. Speaking of extensions, I didn't mention yesterday, but J.P. Crawford agreed to a five-year, $51 million deal with the Mariners. You know, Crawford, great with the glove. He's fun to, fun to watch. You know, he's great with the glove. That's he has a gold glove, and his bat is is solid. It's it's serviceable. Uh, let, let me let me take that back. It's maybe I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's not looking at his career numbers. Yes, his bat is light, but okay, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. His bat isn't that good at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of walked that one back. Walked that one all the way back. But last year in 2021, he did have a 102 OPS plus, which is just two ticks above league average. But on his career. He has a 94 OPS plus, so it's it's not much to write home about. But that glove is what keeps him there, and, and you know, as you can see, he's getting paid handsomely for it. Very few players can do this anymore. You, you don't see it that often where a player is, you know, an old school shortstop, a shortstop that doesn't contribute much with the bat, but is a whiz on defense and can get you know the kind of job security that J.P. Crawford just secured. You don't see it a lot. It's kind of an old school prototype but you know we, we see it now with with jp crawford moving on to other games other games that you know caught our eye so philadelphia this is a team that i really i'm going to watch a lot of this year because i love their lineup i mean one through four in that lineup schwarber Realmuto, harper castellanos right there that is that's a murderer's row it really is and pitchers are, are going to have their work cut out for them getting through those top four guys in the lineup. Kyle Schwarber welcomed himself to Philadelphia, hitting a home run in his first at-bat as a Philly. That's a great way to welcome yourself to the city. They jumped all over Frankie Montes, who gave up five earned runs in five innings. And the Phillies would end up beating the A's 9-5 at home. If we head to Minnesota, you know, we were just talking about the Mariners. So the Mariners and the Twins played. It was a close one where the Mariners won by a score of 2-1. 2-1. Robbie Ray in his new threads with the Mariners threw seven innings of one-run ball up in Minnesota where it was, I mean, I, I you know, early season games in Minnesota, it's not a, 
probably not a fun environment to be playing baseball in April in Minnesota, but it was 45 degrees. It could be colder, but that's still cold regardless. That's cold. I don't care what anyone says. Um, but I guess it could have been worse than that. We've seen worse games in Minnesota where it's it's freezing or even below freezing, and they've played baseball games up there. But, you know, it it, it makes me wonder why the Twins built an outdoor stadium. Yes, they used to play in a dome, but in Minnesota, why did you build an outdoor stadium? You know, a dome, when you're up in such a cold climate, it would help. But, hey, what do I know? So that's the situation up there. Twins, sorry, Mariners beat the Twins 2-1. The two runs came off a two-run shot by Mitch Hanniger. He's going to be a free agent at the end of this season, so keep an eye on him. Julio Rodriguez made his big league debut, batting in the seven hole, playing center field, 0-4, two punchies, but no big deal. No big deal. Just get your feet wet in the major leagues, and we'll see that big power sometime soon, I'm pretty sure. If we head out to the West Coast, Astros jumped all over the Angels 13-6. Astros are 2-0 to start the year. It was just a lot of offense for Houston. I mean, looking at their box score, it's like, wow, 14 hits. A bunch of guys with multiple hits. I mean, it's it's crazy. They like Almost everyone, I think every starter had a hit. Every starter, except Maldonado, had a hit, and most of them had two hits. <laughs> so it was it was it was a lot. It was it was a lot coming out of the Astros lineup, and we're talking homers. Homer from Altuve Lee off the game, then Ledmus Diaz, Alex Bregman, Jeremy Pena, the rookie shortstop, Kyle Tucker hit two homers. Just a lot of a lot of good offense from the Houston Astros on Friday night baseball on Apple TV Plus. As for the Halos, Reed Detmars pitched for them, starting, you know, four innings and two earned runs. And, you know, the, it was the bullpen that really would would give up most of the damage. As far as their lineup, didn't see a whole lot from the usual suspects. I guess, you know, Otani, Trout, and Rendon, they were okay, but it's still just game two. Still just game two. Those guys will be fine, and they will... They will give us plenty of great moments as the season goes on. But I'm just glad to be doing game recaps again, guys. This is is great. Lots of exciting baseball to watch. And enjoy the weekend. You know, first weekend of the regular season. So that'll do it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who you think would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.